honestly, um, I'm ready for a singles run. We, I, I did, you know, I, I took the belts with, along with my partners, but, um, you know, I don't know if, uh, if you have seen Shine, my uh, partner turned on me because she's just a little backstabbing witch. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. You're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, and we have an amazing show with an amazing guest. She's one third of the former Shine Tag Team Champions, the Coven. Please welcome Kelsey Reagan. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. I mean, you guys were champions for more than a year 500 500 plus days you just dropped the championship um uh, what's what's the feeling like are you like yo we need these back or are you ready to move on to something else what's 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 going on with that honestly um i'm ready for a singles run we i i did you know i i took the belts with, along with my partners but um you know i don't know if uh if you have seen Shine, my uh, partner turned on me because she's just a little backstabbing witch. That's what I'm going to call her. Okay. Because <laughs> she All is. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm ready to do my singles thing. And now I'm coming for Ivelisse because she has both the, the titles. So that's my goal, Ivelisse. Oh, okay. Well, there there it is. So you're putting Ivelisse mm -hmm. on notice that you're coming for her coming for her belts. Um, with that being said, uh, you were out for an injury uh, a couple months ago. So I'm guessing the status is you're back, you're back in to essentially destroy everybody. Is that, is that the game plan? Um, I'm easing myself back into it. Um, I, it was two months ago that I, well, actually I got the injury back in May, but I kept wrestling on it because um, I'm a little dumb, <laughs> you know, it's the hustle. But um, yeah, I I decided to take a break, and now it's been about two months. <laughs> okay. And with that being said, I definitely I definitely feel you as far as when you are an athlete and you kind of been pushing your body, you know what your body's capable of. When you get these bumps and these injuries, it's because you're kind of used to a certain level of pain. You're like, oh, I can <laughs> get through it. So at what point, like who or what what happened where you're like, I need to like take care of this before it gets worse. Um, well, I kind of always knew while I was wrestling on, I'm like, you know, if something doesn't feel right. I should stop doing it. Um, but you know, I, I just kept on. I think my breaking point was when, um, I had a show in New York for uh, victory pro and, uh, you know, it was a good match and whatever, and nothing happened. I wasn't injured, but I had concussion symptoms after mm. the match, even though I didn't hit my head at all. So the only thing I could think of is like the bumping, you know, my neck being attached to my brain, um, maybe something like that. I don't know. But um, I was just like, you know, my neck doesn't feel right. I'm having these um, concussion symptoms and it's not good. So, uh, that, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. And what was the rehab uh, part like? Like, did you just kind of more give it a break or did were there things that you had to do or what was that process? Um, so I did, uh, physical therapy, um, like exercises. I'm not going to physical therapy because I don't have the money for that America, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm doing uh, physical therapy, therapy exercises. I, um, get massages to try and help. And the massages have done so much. They really have like, mm -hmm. it, it's worth the money. Um, and then the biggest one was just staying off of it. 
stop stopping the bumping. Yeah. Let's get into the business of wrestling. Like you just mentioned it. I'm, I'm, I'm from Canada, so I definitely know the difference between the health insurance between the two, the two countries. But as far as being a wrestler, um, what does like, you know, you, you are putting, this is why I always tell people that they have to like, like you might think it's fake or whatever, but to see, to me, not never being in the ring to see the art, the artistry behind it. To like not injure yourself and the person you're in the ring with is amazing. But also injuries do happen because you guys are doing some crazy shit. So uh, with that being said, like, how do you like what what is insurance like? Is that like a discussion that's among wrestlers like, oh, you should get insurance here? Or is it like, all right, this is what you should do? Or what's what is that discussion when an injury does happen? Um, I mean, we don't really talk about it, to be honest. Um, it's just, it's something that you know that you should have it, but a lot of wrestlers don't. Um, I did have insurance for a while, but I recently lost it. Um, it was my own fault, <laughs> but, um, so now I'm not going to have health insurance until January. So yeah, I've just pretty much been dealing with this neck thing without, um, hospitals and doctors and whatnot. I did get a CAT scan. I went to the hospital when the injury initially happened. Mm -hmm. um, so I know nothing's broken and nothing like super serious, but uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so when you, when you do have insurance, do you tell them that you're a wrestler or is it more like, Hey, I just, I'm a week and like, what, what's, is there insurance for wrestlers per se? No, not at all. No. And it's, it's so funny because I've been to the hospital twice for um, wrestling injuries. But um, just just to get checked out, it was really nothing like I thought serious. But, you know, it's nice to get checked out when I did have health insurance. Right. Um, and they're always like, did you want to, like, file workers comp? And it's just like laughable because it's like, no, we, we can't do that. <laughs> Man. I mean, I feel there there has to be some something has to come in in the works hopefully soon because you guys for the for for the sake of our entertainment there has to be some type of system because it's it's not it's it's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, it's just you know the risk that you're you gotta be willing to take, you know. Yeah, and then speaking of that, so it's the risk you gotta be willing to take. You you've gone into wrestling. You're into this crazy this crazy life. Um, what made you want to get into wrestling? Like how did, did, did somebody tell you? Cause I remember I used to run track and when my, when I went to college, my coach explained to me, it's not about track. It's about after. Right. But you mm -hmm. never really understand it when you're in the midst of it. So when you got into wrestling, was there somebody that like you was like a mentor or somebody that pulled you aside that kind of gave you the like, look up for, look out for this, or did you learn on your own or what was that process like? Oh gosh, I learned on my own, honestly. Um, yeah, it's just, it, you know, my school, um, I love my school and everything. I went to, uh, Devon Dudley Academy or Team 3D Academy. Um, but he doesn't prepare you for the Indies. He prepares you for TV and mm. majority of the students are, you're going to go to the Indies. Maybe eventually you're going to get on TV, but like you're going to start on the Indies mm -hmm. and, um, he doesn't, Devon never bless his heart. He never worked the Indies. <laughs> so, um, he doesn't prepare you for that. And so everything is either you learn it by yourself or you ask, um, you know, other 
uh, wrestlers have been doing it longer and hopefully they can answer your question. But a lot of times I would be like, I remember when I was trying to get shirts made and I would go and be like, where do you, where do we get these shirts? What do you do? And it's just like, no one would give me a straight answer. And it, it like a lot of times I'm wondering, are like, are you gatekeeping? I, I, I don't understand how it is, but um, I know Chelsea Durden. Uh, I know she, I just said she was a Beck seven witch because she is, but uh, when I first started, she did help me out a lot because uh, she'd been wrestling quite some years longer than me. So she she was she was my mentor essentially. So what would you say if you talk if you can talk to if you can mentor your younger self when you're starting out? What three to five things would you say to them to to yourself? Like mm-hmm. you should do this, you shouldn't do that. What what's kind of what are those what are those things that you've learned along the way? Um, to my younger self, I would say, you know, cliche, but stay out of the drama. And for the most part, I did. But, you know, I was younger. This was like six years ago. Just drama it happens. Um, mm-hmm. But I, that that's the main thing I would say is like, stay out of the drama. Just worry about yourself. Don't worry about nobody else. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. I Sometimes I do that most of the times. But, you know, sometimes you kind of to you want to you want to get into that petty just a little bit like I know people who like like want to dive into the petty like they want to swim in it I just want to dip my toe into it once in a while it's just like I've been I've been a good good Canadian like I just I can't I can't just just a little bit like I feel like we're we, we are owed that much but you know. honestly especially if somebody else is like being petty towards you and it's like you sorry my cat is going to interrupt us every no, you're good you're, um, <laughs> And you're just like, I, I want to be petty back. You know what I mean? I want to start something, but it's like, mm, don't do it. Not worth it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I feel you wholeheartedly. Like, you know, to be the mature person, it's like, it sucks. It's not fun. It's, it's not. not fun. No. <laughs> I kind of almost compare it to, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, because again, I'm not a wrestler. I com- kind of compare it to being a, a baby face versus a heel. Like, a heel mm-hmm. seems like so much more enjoyable than a baby face. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes and no. Like, I like doing babyface for certain reasons, and I like doing heel for certain reasons. Um, Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think heels probably I like working better. But Oh, I don't know, because I really like working babyface, too, because I I can get – stop, sorry. I can get to do so much more with it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's pros and cons to both. Okay. I, I, I like, I like it. I like, oh my gosh, your cat. I like, we haven't seen the cat, but I'm pretty sure he or she's going to pop in. Cause that's just what they do. She's over here scratching the furniture like an asshole. <laughs> and kind of going back to the business of being a wrestler and also the indie scenes, which is like you, you had mentioned, there's a difference from getting ready for TV versus the indies. Right. Um, what does like your day to day look like? Do you have like an overarching goal for the year as far as being a wrestler where you want to go and then like okay I need merch by this time or I need to do this or I need to have this many bookings like what does that look like on the daily life for a wrestler oh my goodness um the merch is horrible first of all because well it depends on how you go about it because a lot of people will do like the the websites like pro wrestling tees and uh, you know stuff like that but um I don't because I want to keep all of my money I'm greedy like that Mm-hmm. So um, I will buy the shirts in bulk and I'll have them printed. But like the last time I ordered, it cost me like a thousand dollars out of pocket. It is really, really expensive. And so that is why I need people to buy shirts, buy the shirts 
I'm broke. <laughs> but, um, said, how do they buy it? Where do they buy it? Where do they go? Um, my big cartel, uh, Kelsey Reagan big Um, you can also find a link in all of my bio. So Facebook bio, Instagram bio. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I can't, I'm normally it's about once a year that I have to stock up on merch. Um, so I know gotta have that money aside when I never do. <laughs> so makes sense. Um, but yeah, there's, and I spend so much money on eight by tens as well. Um, fly through them, which is good. Eight by tens are good sellers. And so you have the eight, eight by tens, you have the merch. And so what about like the bookings? Like, do you, there's, is there like certain bookings, like you've been working with them. So it's kind of guaranteed you'll be on those shows mm -hmm. and you have like a list of promotions that you want to work with. Like how does, I guess how does, I mean, obviously you have the eight by tens and you have the merch because people are supporting you, but you also mm -hmm. have to put yourself out there. So people know it, like, it's kind of like that vicious kind of yeah. circle of some sorts. Yeah, it's just, you know, the best way to put yourself out there for the for, um, to get booked on promotions is social media. And that's what I tell um, all the the newer kids coming through that like they're not really that big into social media. And I'm like, how do you expect to get booked like through email? Because they're not going to know who you are. You have to promote yourself. You have to get a following. And, I you know, I there's not that great things attached to social media. So I get it but it's it's part of the deal you know mm -hmm. that's what you got to do um so i do have my regular promotions that i work for so i know that those are a given and i save those dates um obviously but uh yeah um i you know the only thing you can do is reach out to other promotions that like that i want to work for i've sent a bunch of emails and it's pretty much up to them they're that's the booker man <laughs> they like me they like me if they don't they don't man it's uh it's it's no different I, I feel like it's kind of just like the entertainment industry as well like you know as far as actors and stuff like that like you 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 hope for the best um but you also want to be able to like fit in because if you get booked and it doesn't make sense then like you know both parties aren't happy so it's uh it's god bless y'all i tell you it's 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 an inter interesting profession, but like I said, once once it all's put together, it's just such a a beautiful thing to see. Because telling stories and being athletic is just like nobody else can do that. Cutting a great, great promo, like like show me that. Yeah, I I think my biggest weakness is my promos. Um, I I yeah, it's always been my biggest weakness. I'm awful at promos, and I'm mm -hmm. trying to get better, but. So how do you, how do you work at being great at promos? Like what's the, is there like a promo like Zoom class that you can join or is this something you could practice or like, how do you, how do you work on it? Um, It's just, well, for me, I think my ADHD has a lot to do with it. Um, I get, I'm really bad with words. Like if you ask me to describe something or explain something to you, mm -hmm. I know what it is but it's not, I can't get the words out to tell you how it is. So I think that that translate in translate into my promos. If you give me a script, mm -hmm. then I get all day, I'll give you a good promo. But if you tell me promo on the fly, I'm like, a a, 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 <laughs> like I'm, it's not for me. Um, yeah. A lot of people are really good with coming up with uh, promos on the fly, but it's not for me. Um, yeah. I, yeah, it's just, it's, I guess, just practicing because everyone's always said like, oh, well, I always 
when I was a kid, I used to cut promos in the mirror. And I'm like, I didn't grow up a wrestling fan, so I never did that. So, yeah, it's it's just something that I've struggled with. Yeah, I, I find, I mean, not necessarily doing the promos, but when I have to do is like live stuff on the spot, I found like I got really easier when I got out of my way because I would mm-hmm. overthink. And then I'd be like tongue tied. And it's like you like the person standing right in front of you, like you're not blind, you're not deaf, like just mm-hmm. so um, once I started slowing down, it got a lot easier. Um, but yeah. And then sometimes I try to this is where it kind of watching wrestling helps me um, kind of being like the a-hole in, in the situation and just mm-hmm. just being very sarcastic. And for some reason, people like that. I don't know why, but, you know. Here, here, here we are. Um, with that being said, um, I've seen a lot of a couple of other interviews where you're talking about tattoos. Now, um, I have two tattoos and they hurt. So, you know, what 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 inspired like because after you get I, I've heard after you get a certain amount, it's like it's you can get more and it's not a, a big deal. That first tattoo is kind of like the you know entry point. So mm-hmm. first, how many tattoos do you have? I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, it's around 30 something, but it, it all, they all just start blending in together after a while. Um, because you know, you, you get like sleeves and then like, these were separate tattoos, but like now are they considered one tattoo? Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to keep count with that. Um, and then every time I do try to count, I miss one. (laughs) I'm like, oh shit, I forgot about that one. Um, so yeah, I I got my first tattoo when I was 19 and, but I kind of, I knew always that I wanted to be tattooed, even when I was a kid. So it's just, yeah. I'd have more if I had more money. That's all, that's my problem with everything. I'm broke. So if if you had the the money, would you like? Are you looking like a full body, or I know some people do like half their body. What's the if you if money wasn't an issue, what would the aesthetic tattoo wise look like? If money wasn't an issue, I would probably be like fully covered. And, and not that I necessarily want to be fully covered, but I think that if I just had money to spend, I'd be like, sure, why not? <laughs> you know? Go overboard um, two weeks just in the tattoo shop. Right. But I, I definitely, my main goal is just, um, sorry, this one, <laughs> this and getting this arm finished. So I just, I want two full sleeves. Uh, but you know, I also want to get some stuff on my stomach and it's just, it's a, it's a whole thing. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, so we got the tattoos. Um, we have the advice to your younger self. Is there any advice, um, that you've received from other female wrestlers who've been in the game longer than you? That's just kind of like, man, like I really appreciate it. And that you kind of keep like you, when you're in certain situations, you think of those, those words that they've, they've given to you. I'm not really sure if I could just like pinpoint that to just female wrestlers because you know the majority of the business is men Mm -hmm. um and I you know I've taken a lot of advice from men as well so I, I don't know if I could say I've taken this one thing in particular from a female but I've taken a lot from a lot of people okay so what any any person in particular male or female Oh gosh. Um, honestly, I really can't think of anything like off the top of my head. 
Um, I mean, I know, like, going back to um, wrestling school, I learned a lot from Devon as well. Because um, he likes to talk. <laughs> he loves to talk. So, yeah. Um, you know, one, th- one advice that he did give me is that be careful how you treat people. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they may be, you may be above them level-wise right now. And you're treating them, you know, like shit. But then they could rise above you. And mm-hmm. then, you know what I mean? Like you, it's, be careful how you treat people. Because you might yeah. want something one day and you're not going to get it because you were an asshole. Yeah. So I just, yeah. I don't think a wrestling thing, which it is, but it's just a life thing. Yeah, definitely. There's, like, yeah, there's been plenty of times where it's just like, we've either worked together and now this person's like the CEO or mm-hmm. um, or we worked together and I was their intern and now like I'm at a higher position. It's just yeah. it's so crazy how things work. Yeah, and it's, it's actually, I don't wanna say um, the, the people he was talking about, but um, he was saying that this one guy treated this other guy like shit. He was rude to him, whatever. I don't know, they have heat together. But now the guy works for AEW. And the other guy wanted a job with AEW, but he can't get the job with AEW because he treated him like shit. Yeah. And that happens. And I mean, I'm sure this was like, you know, 15 plus years ago that it happened, but you never know. It's one of those things. So we have the business of being a wrestler, getting everything together. You know, the, the one day where you can get all the money so you can get all those tattoos. And you also have a cat, your cat trying to jump into the scene. What do you do? What do you do for fun? What's like, do you, is there a time where you shut it off and you're doing, aside from watching the horror movies in that Halloween period of time, like, is there a moment where you shut it off? Or are you constantly going? Um, well, I like to watch TikTok a lot. So that's, I think that's my like, guilty pleasure is I'll lay in bed at night and I'll just like scroll TikTok endlessly for hours. <laughs> So um, I do like to journal, um, but I haven't actually been doing that for a while. I need to get back on that because I feel like it helps me like mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mental health aspect of it, like, you know, as far as being in the, you, you said it yourself, there's way more male wrestlers than female wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on top of that, you know, coming into the scene and not necessarily being a wrestling fan when you're a kid. And dealing with those all those aspects and then also adding you know the no insurance part and adding like all these aspects of you're really doing something you love but you haven't really got the payoff else you would have had you know the full body of tattoos so like how do you deal with the mental aspect of it the mental ha- uh, mental health aspect of it i think taking breaks is important to just you know you you have to Honestly, like, and I think that's my issue is that I don't like taking breaks. Mm. It, it bothers me a lot to take a break because I just, I want to constantly keep going, going, going. Um, but again, it's really bad for your mental health. And I've, I've had moments where I've just broken down and I'm like, I, I can't keep doing this. Like I'm at my breaking point. I don't know what to do. Um, so yeah, this, this two month break has been really good for me. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to take it. I know you watched my interview with Ella and I was like almost crying because I'm like, I don't know. I've, I've never taken a break from wrestling before, but it's, I needed it. 100%. Yeah. Is that something that I know, I know in general, the talk of mental health is, is something that's being talked about as far as mainstream media. Um, is that something that is talked, you know, amongst 
you guys in the locker room? Like somebody sees somebody struggling and it's like, yo, you need to take a break. Or is it more like, yeah, we're all here struggling. So figure it out. Like what's the, what's the, what is it like backstage? No, I think we're all very support. Well, I mean, I won't say all of us, but a good majority are pretty supportive of each other. Um, I think anytime that someone has mental health issues, most of the time it's kept like under wraps. Like, you know, it's not a public thing, Um, but I'm sure that they talk, like if I'm going through something, I talk to my close friends about it Mm -hmm. and they help me out. But I'm I'm also not going to make it like a public thing. to you know everyone in the in the industry like oh i'm i'm struggling and whatever because a, a lot of those people i'm not saying everybody but a lot of those people uh they want you to go down <laughs> mm. competition so you know when you're struggling you keep it to yourself or you know people that you trust see that's like so i mean i get it but it's also like I think that also affects the mental health because like, say if you are, and not everybody has to be empathetic to to you because they might not know you, but almost just having that understanding and mm-hmm. that empathy that like, this is, you know, just from somebody from the outside looking in, like this is, it's really hard. Like it's to, to really grind all the time and to always be on. And, you know, it's, it's like, like I said, acting, I have a lot of friends who are actors and sometimes the payoff never comes. Sometimes it comes like, you know, when you least expect it, sometimes you've been in grinding for like 20 years type thing. Um, So it's when I, when I hear that, it's just kind of one of those things where it almost feels like it's the reverse because you have to keep it in, in order to, you know, do your job because you don't want somebody to use that aspect like oh she's not feeling great today so i'm gonna tell the promoter this and you know it's it's kind of almost counterintuitive as far as raising everybody up i know that sounds like kumbaya but you know it's no the majority of um you know the people in the industry are really good people honestly but you do have you know just in life in general there there's always going to be some people who aren't really the best um, and, uh, they're going to want you to fall and they're going to look at you as competition. And, um, you know, we, we are each other's competition in a sense, but it, we shouldn't look at each other like that because it's, you know, you can't take anything away from me that was meant for me. Right. You know? Yeah. There's only one you. Right. Exactly. So. I definitely get it. Um, so we're coming towards the end of 2023, which is wild. What's the what's the goal towards the end of this year? So last quarter into 2024. Um, to not get injured. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a really good goal. Honestly, like I just um, you know, I, I wanna create really good matches. Um, I wanna have new opponents who I've never worked before and make uh, really good uh, matches and art with them and uh, not get hurt in the process. I like that. I'm, um, I've been struggling. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if you saw the Cody Rhodes documentary, but he had this and he put it on his social media way before the documentary came out, but he had this list where he had like a list of people he wanted to have matches with. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about doing this list for myself as far as people I want to have inter- who I want to interview. And I kind of feel like I've been struggling because I kind of almost don't want to put it to paper because then 
it feels like I'm like, I have to do this. And then you put it on social media. It's just a wrap. Somebody's going to screen grab, screen grab, bookmark it, all this other stuff. But with that being said, do you have a list of like people that you're like, yo, like if this happens, like I'm beyond stoked. I'm going to do my job, but this is, this is going to be amazing. I have, so I think every year at the end of the year, I, I post on Twitter, like, who I want to work. And it's honestly like not um, anywhere near the amount of people that I want to work. It's because I, the, my list is so long, honestly. Um, but yeah, I, I post every year, like this is who I want to work. And you know, sometimes I'll scratch off like one or two names and that's nice. I honestly don't think I'll have to look up my list who I posted last year, but I don't think I got anybody this year, unfortunately. Maybe. I don't know. We'll get back to you. I'll tag you on, yeah. on Twitter when I find out. Yeah. Because you know what you can do? This is what I have done, which has worked for me, is the whole vision board thing. And I don't know if it's an L.A. thing. Like, in L.A., I feel like... Um, you know, there's, there's there's the crystals and the candles and the vision boards and the, you know, all all the all the accoutrement. And I've subscribed to some of it, but the vision board I've been doing for the last three or four years mm -hmm. and the last two years, I've gotten about 80% of the stuff on my vision board because I look at it every day that I get up. So maybe do the list. You just put it somewhere where you can see it. And now like, it's not like you have to like, oh, I have to contact this person or make it work. But now it's like, you see it, you're affirming it. And now you're putting it in the universe. And then yeah. maybe more people come to the, maybe it will happen. No, absolutely. Um, you're right. Because honestly, like, I can't even remember who all I put on my list. Um, and I know like that's coming to my mind. I know Dark Chic was like, one of the ones I wanted to work. Um, didn't get that. That didn't happen. Uh, Kim Bandit was another one. That didn't happen. Kayla Cassidy. That didn't happen. Oh, I, I don't think I've scratched off anybody, but I mm -hmm. had um, some really awesome matches this year for sure. Okay. What, um, what two matches come to mind as far as awesome matches for people to, because what we'll do is we'll tag those awesome matches on YouTube in mm -hmm. the description so they can check it out. So what two awesome matches uh, should people check out? Um, I really like the, um, I had a hardcore match with um, Devil Macabre for SWF. Nice. Um, and that is one of my favorite matches. Um, scratching furniture over here. Um, let's see, and the other one, I'm trying to think, because I'm always going to get confused and go back to last year. Kylan King, I, oh, I can't remember if that was last year or this year. It was either at the beginning of the year. But anyway, that match um, is one of my favorites as well. Because uh, Kylan just, I've had two matches with her and she's just amazing. Oh, and Sunny Kiss. Oh, my God, I forgot Sunny Kiss. I love that match too, yeah. Sunny's amazing. Okay. All right. So with that being said, we're going to wrap it up. Definitely, we want... My my goal for you and what I'm putting in the universe is like to get you this money so you can get your tattoos and all this other stuff. So and then uh, let's let let's let's roll back that that uh, merch and how people can support you financially. Perfect. Um, buy my merchandise. Um, it's uh, bigcartel.com. Wait, KelseyReagan.bigcartel.com. KelseyReagan.bigcartel.com. <laughs> um, I have uh, yeah, all my merch. I have a brand new shirt uh eight by tens all that good stuff uh follow me on social media 
Uh, it's at Kelsey Reagan on everything. Um, yeah. There it is. Well, thank you, Kelsey, for joining a women's wrestling talk. Like I said, I'm really, um, I love to do these interviews and then I kind of circle back a year or two from now and just see all the amazing things that happen. So nothing but positive vibes, get that list out at the end of this year. So we can, you know, get, get those, 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 uh, check marks going, but yeah, thank you so much for joining women's wrestling talk. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you inviting me. No problem. So for you guys who are watching Women's Wrestling Talk, thank you so much for joining us. You can follow us on everything at www.talkpod.com. Um, definitely uh, check out our social media, www.talkpod. My name is TK Trinidad. Till next time, guys. Ciao. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.